Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. It is uh, fantastic to be with you on a, well, a, a last nice day before, guess what? Yeah, the cold weather and uh, maybe the snow, all of it returns. Yikes! So much for spring in Western Oregon. Uh, Lots to talk about today, my friends. So let me ask you this question. Can House or Senate Republicans in Oregon, in the legislature, be trusted not to steal your kicker? Yesterday afternoon, well, actually evening, got a phone call from a former member of the legislature who was not happy. Not happy that three Republican senators voted yesterday to give $200 million of your money, throw it at the homeless situation with virtually no accountability. No metrics, at least according to this person, all right? And then we got into the discussion about the kicker, the stealing of the kicker. Now, we've talked about that before. There are several bills that have been introduced to allow the stealing of the kicker. Then this person told me that the Senate president of the Oregon Senate is Rob Wagner, guy I know. He used to be, um, used to be the, well, he was, when I came into the legislature in the House of Representatives in 1999, he was a staffer. Then he became a lobbyist for the American Federation of Teachers, and then he got appointed to a Senate seat, and then after Peter Courtney retired, He managed to cobble together enough votes to be able to become Senate president. Okay. So Rob Wagner let it be known that he has bought, well, I shouldn't say that. Rob Wagner has let it be known that he has the votes from Republicans to be able to pass the constitutional um hurdle of 20 votes, three-fifths of the Oregon Senate to vote to suspend the kicker. Constitutional provision in Oregon's Constitution says the money comes back to us. It's a lot of money, folks, almost $6,000 per household. So who are the senators that Rob Wagner has convinced or bought off, usually it's with money, to do this. Who are they? Who would they be? It 
if you are looking at the bill yesterday, the $200 million bipartisan housing and homeless package, well, I guess you would look at, um, I mean, there were only seven votes against it, okay? All Republicans. So if you look at the House, the Republicans have voted for it in the House. You look at the Republicans that voted for this $200 million package, which is just, which very little of it will solve the problem of doing anything about homelessness. It's all just smoke and mirrors. Even Tim Canope, who's one of the, and I'm going to say it, rhinos, that is running the Senate Republican caucus. He calls it investments. Isn't that the language of the left? So Tim Canope, a Republican in Bend, who because of redistricting folks, he ain't gonna get reelected, especially if he does stupid stuff like this, especially when he could have taken a hard line with members of his caucus, which he won't do. He calls it investments. Quote from the Oregonian story, investments made in this bill are important, but temporary. I support the bill, but we need to make housing a priority to solve the problem and give people permanent housing. We need a bold and robust housing package to follow the homelessness package. Can open. Senator Daniel Bonham both said more mental health and addiction resources needed need to be created throughout the state as well so who voted for this now the chief sponsors includes a couple of republicans senator anderson who voted yes for it and representative helfrich who I believe as a sponsor also voted for it. Yes, he did. So three Republicans voted for it. Bonham did not. Now, Senator Bonham is going to be in the war room tomorrow. So come and join us if you want to hear. I think it's at 9.15, 9.30, something like that. Senator Dan Bonham. Daniel Bonham is going to be in the war room, Ike Box in the Bay Room. We start at 8 o'clock, we run till 3. This is your opportunity to learn how to be more effective at, well, trying to stop this, trying to stop the stealing of the kicker. So this bill, uh, by the way, the three Republicans have voted for it. Republican Anderson, former mayor of Lincoln City. Tim Canope, the Republican leader. Bill Hansel. Other rhinos like Findlay voted no. Now, some stalwart conservatives voted no also. Art Robinson, Kim Thatcher, 
Brian Boquist, even though he's no longer a Republican, voted no. Even Rhino Fred Gerard, the guy who followed me in the House, and then even Fred voted no. I mean, that's how bad this bill is. Dennis Linthicum, very upset about this. Oh, and one of the other votes, Republicans voting, David Brock Smith, new Republican, former House member, followed, got appointed to the seat. He's from the South Coast, Coos Bay area. He voted yes. So let's see, that's one, two, three, four Republicans voted yes. I can count. So if we're talking about stealing the kicker, are these some that would be those that Rob Wagner, the Senate president, is bragging that he has enough votes in the Senate to pass the kicker steal? And if so, which kicker steal bill is it? What deals did he make? What did he promise? How much money? Is there any money involved? Now, Hansel's not running for re-election, so he can do whatever he wants. Dick Anderson is in his first term. He's got to be careful of these votes because who knows? You know, this is not a legislative time. I don't care whether you're at across the country, certainly in the Oregon legislature. This is not the time to give the middle finger, David Brock Smith, Dick Anderson, Tim Canope. The middle finger to the MAGA crowd. Because Donald Trump is going to be front and center. We'll get to him today, too. Will he or will he not be indicted today? Does he surrender today? Is it next week? How's that all going to play out? Bottom line is this. They're coming after your kicker. Almost $6,000 per household. They're coming for it, folks. And the Senate president is bragging that he's got Republicans already lined up in the Senate. What about the House? Inquiring minds want to know these things because we need to get ready to turn up the heat like never before. Now, there's a big rally coming to the Capitol on the 27th of this month. Henri, the group that took Timber Unity's place, is going to do what Timber Unity refuses to do. And that's hold another big intimidation rally on to the Democrats and a buck up spine, titanium spine, steel, whatever you want to call it, backbone rally for the Republicans. I think we need to scare the living daylights out of the Republicans on this issue because the kicker is as elemental as abortion is to the Republican Party. And if they'll cave on homelessness, $200 million, throwing money at and say it ain't enough, we need to do more. And if they'll cave on that, will they cave on the kicker? If they cave on the kicker, what's next? Guns? abortion you tell me 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line what do you think can they be trusted to not cave and steal our kicker let's go to Ronnie Ronnie good morning I'm not happy I'm madder than a redheaded stepchild right now I'm going to bring the Irish blood out of me I'm going to say three things Hansel is, is money grabber 
don't give a doggone about us. But I have a feeling he's going to take her seat when he's when he's done. And it's probably the former mayor of uh, that city below him that he controls in Baker County. But nevertheless, Hansel, nobody got no fortuitous if I gave him a pair from an elephant. It wasn't going to do no good. They're out, no different. They're out there, Tammy Hall Democrats, got no fortuitous, fell not worse than Judas did for pieces of silver. And we got all these bills today, just for example, we got House Bill 2006 telling 20, all you 18 to 21 year olds out there, get your butt on over to the Senate office, off to the Capitol at five o'clock and tell them that you like rights to have your rights to shoot, hunt, practice, be on Olympic teams, whatever the heck else. And the last thing I will say, the bear claw is coming out of me and I'm going to bring up the animatum on these people. And David Buckspear let me down. And what I see coming is they address the criminal issue. You're going to spend $200 million and not going to give the police the right to go through and do their duties since the laws of Janelle Bynum, Senator Fredericks, and Senator Mannings because they want to appease Black Lives from Mansion Incorporated. Look at our state. Look at the trash. We're spending over $6 million a month cleaning up behind them in various municipality, county, and old dots. Prevailing wage, let you know, three times their normal wage that you pay civilians, what they consider a living wage. I'm enough of that. Give me my damn money. Give my business the go. money and move Ronnie. it aside and do your job and get some law and order back in the state with full accountability. You're right. Thank you. Big hearings today at 620. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff. At 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Like the one I got from Jim. House Bill 2005. Now, House Bill 2006 is going to be heard tonight at 5 o'clock. If you're 18 years of age, up to 21, this bill is going to apply to you. You ought to be at that hearing or you ought at least... Um, sign in to testify remotely or if you know someone who is across the state they could do that who's in that age group like Ronnie said stand up for your hunting rights because if you legally at an 18 year old say you bought a hunting rifle or a shotgun this bill does not grandfather you you legally bought it today as you can under the law at 18 or 19 or 20. This bill will make you a criminal. You cannot possess it. There is no grandfather clause in this bill. 
today, 5 o'clock, House Bill 2006. Well, Jim writes an email about House Bill 2005, and I'll get to that in a moment. I want to remind you, if you're thinking about buying or selling a home, you ought to call the best of the best. That's Rebecca Donaldson. She's a real estate broker who's won many awards. She also is an outstanding member of the community who does special things for veterans. Rebecca Donaldson, give her a call. It'll benefit you in a lot of ways. 503-269-0747, or rebeccasgothouses.com, rebeccasgothouses.com. Jim wrote this email about House Bill 2005, part of these three bills that are bad gun bills. He writes this. Another thought about this bill is that the ATF already has rules in place to define what a firearm is. This is the bill that says, you know, ghost guns and you can't laser inscribe or you can't put, there's no mechanism that allows serial numbers to be added after the fact. You can't possess a gun that doesn't have a serial number on. You're a felon if you own it. No grandfather. Anyway, he says, Are we then going to allow Oregon to place its own rules and definitions on what constitutes a firearm? Has this become a state's rights issue, even though a federal agency already has rules, definitions, and regulations in place? I'll go further. U.S. Supreme Court has already ruled. I don't think the state can. And there are, I mean, again, you give... What happened a couple of days ago with the federal judge down in California striking down a 1999, that's a long time ago, 1999 California law about guns struck it down. Why? Because elections have consequences. Why? Because the U.S. Supreme Court ruled the way they did. And that is a tribute to Donald Trump's election. Speaking of, The left thinks they're going to hurt him. The left really believes that they're going to hurt Trump with this prosecution. There's a Gateway Pundit story about George Soros-funded DA of Manhattan, Alvin Bragg, who supposedly is, is going to convince this grand jury today, you know, because grand juries, right, the old saying is can indict a ham sandwich because they they only present one side of the evidence. Well, the story today says, oops, Alvin Bragg got caught hiding nearly 600 pages of exculpatory evidence from the grand jury case. This is evidence that lawyer Robert Costello had given Alvin Bragg's office. Didn't matter. Doesn't matter. Hiding 600 pages of exculpatory evidence. Now, Costello managed to bring that up, as he said in his interview with Tucker Carlson, in front of the grand jury. So we'll see. The grand jury votes today. Okay? Supposedly, Trump's going to be indicted today and then he'll be asked to surrender for arraignment next week we'll see franklin graham and thanks freddie for sending this to me franklin graham sent out a tweet last night 
he said, he talked about what's going on in Washington and the persecution of Donald Trump. He said, I would like to ask Christians across this country to pray specifically for, for former President Donald J. Trump, that God's hand would be upon him, protect him and direct him in every step he takes, and that God's will be done. We need to work together to strengthen this nation, not divide and destroy. Amen. If you're a person of faith, I encourage you to do just that. God's will to be done. Pray for Donald Trump. And then Freddie said, did you hear that a homeless guy from Billings, Montana, was giving, given a choice on a one-way bus ticket to go to Seattle, San Francisco, or Portland? He chose Portland. Does not surprise me how this state is a mega for corruption because Oregon, with their nonprofits industry, are sucking cash out of our treasury. Folks, that's exactly right. All the $200 million that these four Republican senators just voted yesterday to pass, saying it's not enough, Folks, all that does is enhance the nonprofit, the homeless industrial complex. Hundreds of millions of dollars we're spending already without this 200 million on homeless services. If you count everything that's being sent, spent at the county level, the city level, all across this state, hundreds of millions. And it ain't getting better, it's getting worse. Why? Because they're not dealing with the root problem. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC Talkland. Got a lot of other things to talk about, including pumping your own gas in Oregon. Wow. Back in a moment. It's 6 Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. All right, we're back, friends. 23 minutes before the top of the hour. In a moment, we're going to go to Jess and Tim, who are waiting on the line. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Like the one I got from Greg. I guess I didn't know this. Russia is delivering enriched uranium to guess who? France. What? Yeah, no kidding. I thought we were embargoing things, you know, punishing Putin for invading Ukraine. Well, apparently not Macron. I guess not if you're going to continue to import Russian uranium. Isn't that interesting? Russia delivers uranium, enriched. And these nuclear fuel shipments to France are helping to pay for Putin's war on the Ukraine. How France is betraying the West. Hmm. Food for thought. So also as if, uh, I, I guess after today is going to be a really nice day, but then guess what? Turns cold and snowy and yeah, we could have snow again, believe it or not. 
If your heating system is not keeping up, why don't you call Freedom Heating and Air? Do you know what? They'll get out right away and they'll fix it and you won't be miserable. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Or check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. Freedom Heating and Air. Net. Let's go to Jess. Jess, good morning. Do you think Republicans in the uh, Oregon House and Senate can be trusted not to steal our kicker? Uh, most of them can't be trusted to uh, do anything uh, righteous, uh, even on this topic, uh, especially with the uh, 2005, 2006, 2007 pending gun laws. Yep. I listen to Kevin Starr yesterday from Oregon Firearms Federation concerning these uh, measures, and he pointed out that uh, the present-day 18, 19, and 20-year-old who goes out and tries to legally purchase a firearm and obtain a background check, the uh, illustrious Oregon State Police, and I'm going to add this, uh, under the, the directions of the current governor, uh, are not processing those background checks. Thus, they are, in effect, denying those persons the right to purchase, to keep, and bear arms. Right now, de facto, de facto. So I go back again to ask the big fat question. We do not have just two roads, to fund the police or defund the police. I would prefer to fund police who are honorable and follow the Constitution and, do, and follow the righteous laws made in pursuance thereof. Would anybody want to fund a KGB-style secret police? No. My answer is no. Not. Right. Right. So there is a third choice. But saddens the heck out of me is that a lot of these police officers just cave to keep their job. So they'll run you into the ground and throw you into the hole so they can feed their family. Other police officers have had enough of being abused, and they've either left the force in total or they've gone to find greener greener pastures where people actually respect the law and respect the officer. Yeah, that is happening. We're getting movement in police forces. Uh, Portland uh, has just celebrated hiring a whole bunch of new cops. Would, would you <laughs> ever want to go to work in Portland as a cop? No. If I did, uh, A, I'd want a machine gun. B, I'd want full body armor. C, I want a, a completely uh, heavy-duty armored vehicle. And if I do get out of that thing, I'm going to make sure that somebody has a machine gun pointing at Joe Idiot. These people are lawless. I go up there all the time. It's they trash. Are. Yes. I mean, the place is trashed. Yeah, it I can't is. believe that people Downtown, walk around just Portland, snowing and like looking and, and being all comfortable, and I really feel sad for them. They've really notched down their uh, their standards. I don't like working up there. Yeah, and I don't blame you. Jess, thanks. Uh, I appreciate Thank you. your thoughts today. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. So... Republicans caved on House Bill um, 2001, which is this $200 million throwing money at the homeless problem, not dealing with the root causes. Oh, and they say, yeah, we, we need more money. We need to do more. 
It's all political expediency, folks. And if they'll cave on that, folks, you should read what this bill does. If you and, and I'll have it on the show plan today. They they talk about the elements of the bill. Okay. The problem is is that virtually none of it. Virtually none of it does anything to deal with why people are homeless. Because homelessness, by and large in Oregon, is because of drug abuse. I'm not just the one saying that. A lot of the homeless industrial complex, they'll admit that if you talk to them. Yes, there is some homelessness. That is a small percentage of it, I believe, that is just due to the high cost of living. Thank you, Democrats. Thank you, Joe Biden. Thank you, Oregon, for raising taxes high, which is why we have all these bills now to uh, give the governor all this special <clears throat> authority to go around Oregon land use law because we got to get a piece of that $200 billion Congress set aside to build new chip plants. Because, you know, China's going to invade Taiwan. Taiwan makes 60% of the world's chips. We got to get part of that. But no word about, yeah, maybe we ought to, like, reduce our tax. No, they want to raise taxes. They don't want to reduce them. Anyway, if you read through this bill, folks, there's virtually no accountability to it. I'm telling you, folks, and it supposedly re re relaxes land use restrictions to allow for more rapid construction of housing in urban and rural areas. I will tell you that this bill also takes over, and th this is an ominous part of this bill that I didn't know was in there. It takes over much of the land use functions and planning and permitting at the local level, at the county level, it takes it over. Because it says, well, the state will now have increased authority over local development plans. State officials will annually assess and set housing production targets for cities with more than 10,000 residents and can intervene if those cities fall behind. So I ask you, when in world history of mankind has top-down central planning worked? It doesn't, folks. This is insane. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Um, ex post facto is an email from Corby. Ex post facto laws not being acknowledged. One more example that we are overthrown and no longer in the U.S. That's right. Especially when it comes to Trump, folks. By the way, good news. The Supreme Court of the United States overturned an appeals court ruling upholding abortion without parental consent. Good for the Supreme Court. Let's go to Tim. Tim, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, just a quick one on the kicker. I find it intriguing that when we talk about the kicker, we have something that affects everyone. We have an issue that affects everyone. 
It's not a Trump issue. It's not Democrat, Republican, or anything else. It affects everyone. I think it would be interesting to have a discussion sometime on how could a representative be paid off, if you will, or bring something back to his district that has more impact than the kicker does. So if we have something that affects everyone, why isn't that an issue that we would jump on to bring in unity? If we were putting together a demonstration that had everybody in it, not loggers only or truck drivers, what if we had everyone who was impacted just show up? Especially in a state that has, that pays more or receives more revenue per capita than the other one. It's a great question, Tim, and I'm going to answer it when we come back from the other side of this break. It is a very good question, and we'll talk about that. Don't go away. It's 48. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. Yeah, it's a great question. This, it's one that I think, it's a great suggestion that, that needs to be followed up on. This Oregon Natural Resources and Industry ruling, or not ruling, but this rally that's going to happen. I'm thinking about Supreme Court stuff here. This rally that's going to happen on the 27th, you should come and attend. But it shouldn't just be natural resources. It ought to be every person, like Tim suggested, that cares about their kicker. We ought to be shouting this from the highest mountaintop. Every one of us ought to be letting people know in our circle of influence that the Senate president in Oregon is bragging he's got the Republican votes to steal the kicker. It's nearly $6,000 per household. That affects everybody, like Tim said. So that ought to bring in all of these other people. You know, like moms against or moms for medical freedom. Oregonians for medical freedom. All these groups that are truly bipartisan, they ought to be coming in. The homeschoolers ought to be coming in. The gun people ought to be coming in. Even liberals ought to be coming to the this rally and standing up. All of us standing together. Folks, if Republicans will cave on the kicker, what will they cave on next? Hmm? Think about it. 
Tim Canope, who voted for this $200 million throwaway of your money, because it does nothing to solve homelessness, he is the father of the kicker provision in the Constitution. Will he vote to suspend the Constitution? Maybe we ought to ask him that question. Maybe we ought to put pressure on him to walk across the street and tell everybody in this rally he ain't going to do that and that he'll pull out all the stops to keep it from happening. Or will he? So what else will Republicans cave on? Hmm? The gun bill, 2006, is going to be heard today at the Capitol. You can go find it if you go to the Oregon legislature's website, OLIS, O-L-I-S. 2006 is the bill number. It's going to be heard tonight at 5 o'clock. You need to make your voice heard. You need to stand against all of them. And by the way, kudos to Terry and Amanda for having uh, Kevin stared on. Folks, we need to shout this from every corner of social media we can every one of them we need to tell stories in fact if you know the story maybe somebody in your family or a grandson that you gave a gun to as a birthday present and now that kid is going to be made a felon a criminal if this bill passes the way it's currently designed you ought to share that story on social media. You ought to write that up as testimony and send it in on this bill. It's really simple and easy to do. And then you need to join us tomorrow in the war room. From 8 to 3. Senator Dan Bonham is going to be joining us around 9.15 or 9.30. I've, I've had that confirmed. To talk about this stuff. You could send a message to him to tell Tim Cano, no kicker steal, stand firm. Don't let any of the Republican senators vote for it. And he could, if he had any courage, if he had any backbone. He could. Does he want to? That's the question. Corby writes an email about serial numbers. Why would serial numbers on firearms be so important if background checks were just that and not gun registrations? Well, because they really want to know who's got guns and who doesn't. And they don't want you to be able to buy a gun or build your own gun. That's what it's all about, because you can today. But they don't want that. Because ultimately, you know what their goal is, Corby? We all know it. They want to remove guns from us. They want to take away our guns, and they're chipping away at it. Little, It's death by a thousand cuts. This is why elections matter. This is why I keep harking on elections, harping on those bills. There are elections bills, bad election bills that are going to be heard, and that's another opportunity for you to stand up. Folks, if it wasn't for Donald Trump, 
putting 300 judges on the federal bench, including the U.S. Supreme Court, we would be losing all of our rights and our freedoms today. Today. This is why you got to stand firm, folks. This is why you got to be engaged. This is why you cannot give up at all. Funny uh, Gateway Pundit story. Fox and Friends hosts look like they're going to cry after sharing the latest poll that has Trump up by 28 points. And they're trying to compare Trump to Jeb Bush. Who's he up 28 points over? over? On DeSantis. Who said, as you know, yesterday, you know, he, he really blew it. As much as I like the guy, and I think he's a great governor, he really blew it by that poll-tested porn star. That I'm not going to address what it's like to pay, you know, hush money to a porn star that I allegedly had an affair with. Reddy writes a text message. They're not Republicans. They're liberals in a different color. Yeah. Yeah, sadly they are. This is why elections matter, and this is why people be getting getting engaged at the local level means everything. Because literally just turning a few thousand votes and Democrats would not be in control of the Senate or the House. You may not know that, but just a few thousand votes in the right places. And if we hit on the right themes like Tim suggested, holding rallies and talking about stealing the kicker puts the fear of God in the Republicans that might vote to steal the kicker. But more importantly, for those who do vote for it, gives ammunition for a conservative MAGA Republican to run against them. Bart writes, if the kicker's in the Constitution, how can they steal it? There, That provision allows a three-fifths vote. The provision of the kicker in the Constitution allows a three-fifths vote in the House and the Senate to override it and take the money. That was part of what people voted for when they changed, when they put the kicker in the Constitution. That's how they can do it. In fact, they can do that with most provisions of the Oregon Constitution. Not good. The truth, nonetheless. All right, friends, tomorrow is the war room. Come and join us. Yikebox in the Bay Room, 8 to 3. Senator Bonham will be joining us. Make it a great day. Keep fighting, keep praying. We need it all. Yeah.